Marco Galbraith with T4 Tactics. Welcome to the program this morning. Thanks for having me again. Always good to have you here. I know you've been on the road a lot. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and sadly, you were on the road when all this came down in Richmond the mm-hmm. other week. Um, are, are, are you seeing uh, more folks learning gun safety today? extremely busy and then in the last you know the governor has been my best advertiser in the past uh six months but not only are people taking the firearm safety class uh they're going to get their permit mm-hmm. uh, i was at lynchburg indoor arms yesterday where i take my classes to shoot and there was a, a couple in there 82 years old husband and wife and uh and they're buying pistols to carry concealed Another woman, seventy-eight years seventy-eight years old, a few weeks ago, bought an AR-15. Never owned one before. Seventy-eight years old, she buys an AR-15 because Whoa. because she wanted to. Yeah. So gun sales. Um, I was reading where gun sales in Virginia, uh, the month of December, were seventy-four thousand gun sales. And I have to wonder: uh, are, are folks doing this uh, ahead of what? could come down in richmond you know that one gun per month thing i think they are yeah they're probably doing that and they're realizing with events that have occurred in this in this country that mm-hmm. that firearms are needed for personal protection uh, yeah and recreation right. a lot of people what people don't realize is people think well you want to carry a gun for personal protection personal safety yeah that's huge but there are a ton of people out there husband and wives Dad spending time with their their son and daughters, recreational shooting, mm-hmm. hunting. So it goes well beyond. I want to get a gun to protect myself or my church or my business. Right. It's recreation. It's families bonding under under activities such as recreational shooting. Yeah, I know. When I was a little dowdy, my dad would take us um, take me to the country. Right, yeah, we, we had some land there, family land, and uh, you know, he'd take his his rifle, and uh, he was. You know, trying to teach me to shoot. Right. Oh, I couldn't hit. Yeah, but you're out there spending time hit a with each other. Fly on a barn door. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you're learning firearm safety. You're exactly. learning how the gun works. Yeah. And, and then he would, uh, we'd come back home, and then he'd he'd teach me how to clean it. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, there, there was a, a, a very good lesson. Yeah, there. yeah. So do you think uh, with everything going on in Richmond the way it is, and the turnout? Um, on that Monday in Richmond, did it get the point across? I think it got the point across to us, and I'm sure the point was was well observed. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they care, and I, you know, because they're moving forward with uh, with their agenda. Sure, um, I just don't. Th- I think they're up there. They're making decisions. Uh, there are no consequences for the decisions they make, uh, and they're just they're rattling out some some just un just just some crazy crazy laws that are coming out. Red flag law is a violation of several of our Bill of Rights, constitutional mm-hmm. rights, mm-hmm. numerous. Uh, the Second Amendment they're attacking. Um, now, supposedly, we're not going to be able to trash talk um, Virginia politicians right. on social media yeah. without you know being charged with a – first it was a misdemeanor, now they're talking felony. So that's our First Amendment right. You know, what, I, the red flag law is a violation of our Fourth Amendment search and seizure well and and we even discussed that you you may have been out of town at the time but we even discussed that with the red flag laws how do you police something like that Yeah, there's no due process due process is huge when i was an investigator for the police department the due process was if somebody filed a complaint i investigate that complaint Mm -hmm. i talk to all witnesses i go to the state attorney's office i run it past them we go to a judge Mm -hmm. everybody looks at it then we go get a warrant that's the due process under the law and 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 the people 
people who should uh, who have guns and really shouldn't have guns right uh your criminals and those who are, are you know looking to get into trouble they don't care about all no, these they because don't. they're going to get a gun somewhere you can find a gun I, you know you give me 20 minutes i could probably come back with a gun wow. in, in this town yeah, yeah it, not a problem at all um you know you flash some money and you can buy just about anything sure um, sure. I understand the purpose of the red flag law. If you have somebody that says, uh, I'm going to shoot up the school tomorrow, mm-hmm. that, that's where a red flag law should kick in. But there still Absolutely. needs to be due process. There yeah. still needs to be a proper investigation, mm-hmm. interviews, uh, interrogations, if you want to call it that, um, and then a warrant process through, in Virginia, say the Commonwealth Attorney's Office, and mm-hmm. then a magistrate or a judge uh, should should approve that process for that red flag law, but the way it's set up now, it's uh, it's a it's a clear violation of several of our constitutional rights. Well, the, and the question is, uh, where will this wind up? Will it wind up? You think in the Supreme Court? I'm sure it will. Yeah, I hope it does, and I hope they kick it back. But it, uh, that is, it, if we don't all move to West Virginia yeah, before then, yeah. Which you know, that's great, and uh, and and I, you know, it's pretty cool that West Virginia could annex us. Mm-hmm. But I think the answer is: look at the huge, huge turnout that we had in Richmond last week. Yeah. If we can get all those people to to vote and tell their friends to vote, mm-hmm. we can we can easily get rid of these politicians locally, county, and on the state level that are that are violating our constitutional rights we can get rid of them but we've got to have that republican support mm-hmm. uh, from the republicans sure. that are already in office and we've got to have people out to vote by not voting you're part of the problem yeah. you know you got to get out and vote very very good uh, very good point indeed uh so uh the fact that you weren't in richmond which i know you you hated that but you had uh, some prior commitments uh tell us about your time on the road you were actually in texas Yep. Yeah, I went out to – I had an appointment to to speak in Texas for active shooter, mm-hmm. then on straight to Chicago. But So while I was in D- uh, Dallas, since I was going out there, I went out a few days early, earlier and did some uh, interviews with those uh, folks and some law enforcement involved in that uh, West Freeway Church of Christ mm-hmm. shooting where the guy was killed within six seconds, mm-hmm. you know, that, that shot. Um, you know – that incident, and I can I can say this. A lot of people review it by watching the news and the internet. I go out there and do interviews, so mm-hmm. I feel like I can say that I'm not trash talking that church, but it shouldn't have gotten that far in the first place. They had numerous, numerous red flags, and I hope people from churches are listening. We talk about in my training. We talk about anomalies. Mm-hmm. How many anomalies are you going to let occur before the attack occurs? That attack did not have to happen. They had red flags on him in the lobby of the church, the parking lot, and the lobby. He's wearing a duster jacket, a toboggan hat, uh, a fake beard, and a fake wig, and they allow him to go into the flock. The first mistake is when you see that in the lobby, this is why you need somebody on your church safety team that's very diplomatic. Mm-hmm. You approach that person, hey, you're wearing your uh, your disguise. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to come in and worship with your disguise, but we're going to pat you down for weapons. We're going to make sure you don't have any weapons. And then you're more than welcome to wear whatever you want in our service. Because as a business owner, I can tell somebody, I don't like the color of your shoelaces. Get out. That's fine. Right. But if I say, but if I can't do that at church because churches are welcoming. The mission mm-hmm. of the church is to bring people into Christ. We can't just turn them away because they're different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he should have never been allowed in that church. The the security team was lined up on him because they felt that bad about him. There was mm-hmm. a woman I spoke to that said she was sitting close to him and she felt so uncomfortable she moved. 
Those are red flags. Get him out of the church. They allowed him to get up and go to the bathroom once and came back. So he's testing security. Can I get to the kids? Why am I going to the bathroom? Can I can I get easy access to the nursery where the kids are? No. Shut that down in the lobby. And that, that's, that a lot of churches make that mistake. I know watching the video, and it was such a uh, quick attack by uh, this nut job. Uh, and uh, you know, kudos to the security team for mm-hmm. what they did. Yeah. Uh, was was the congregation in the right, or were they so stunned as to what was going on they just couldn't react? A lot of them are stunned. We talk about in the train. We talk about the the human brain mm-hmm. uh, and the hippocampus brain and, and how you're going to react. And if you look at that video, a lot of those people froze. And a lot of attacks that I've been out to and, and have spoken to victims, witnesses, and survivors, they freeze. It, it's amazing how many people sit there and wait to be shot because they freeze. Typically, when somebody freezes, it takes 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. They freeze for 20 seconds. Statistically, it's another another 20 seconds to unfreeze. That's 40 seconds of that gunman firing rounds at people, and you're just sitting there because you're stunned. What should have the congregation done? In that situation, uh you know, you saw the pastor on the video. He laid down on the pulpit. Yeah. That's showing submissive behavior. You cannot be submissive with these shooters. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a plan. And, for instance, the pastor could have run out the back door or hid behind the podium. Or, mm-hmm. or the first thing you want to do is put distance in between you and the shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. there's a lot of people out there that are carrying concealed. And guns, well, I won't say guns are not the answer, but having a lot of guns in a business or a church is not the answer. Mm-hmm. You need to have trained individuals that know that if they pull that trigger and they're wrong, they could bankrupt that church or that business right. from a lawsuit. So th- there's ricochets, crossfires. There's there's a lot of stuff. After that church attack, I had a lot of churches calling me and saying, we're pretty good with guns. We got a lot of people carrying guns in the class. We just need a safety plan. We need you to come out and train us for a safety plan. That's not the answer. Too many guns, you're going to have crossfire. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, I, I think people are, are are free to carry guns in church, but let's have the congregation know if something happens, these four guys or girls that have trained together mm-hmm. numerous times will handle the event. Everybody else, get down so they can get a shot off. You know, but each church has to have an individual plan depending on how that church is designed whether it's going to be escape or get down and let the team handle it. Right. Is part of the problem um, why we see this happening so much at churches, it's a safe area, safe as far as, oh, well, more likely I can go in there and and no one will be armed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I can do more damage. I I hear a lot about um, we don't need the church training. I hear from pastors, we don't need the church training because the Lord will protect us. Mm -hmm. Well, the Lord will protect us and wants to protect us. I believe he does, but not all the time does he. He Mm -hmm. allows things to happen. Uh, And maybe the Lord is protecting you by sending proper training to you or having training or having a safety plan. Uh, But but a lot of people, I think, feel – a false sense of security because it's a church. We have to we have to step up to reality that these attacks are occurring in church. Yeah, um, in, in so many ways, uh, is a church just like a business today? And uh, you know, as far as active shooters go, yeah, and, and what you're trying to, to a church teach is them? even tougher. Uh, because I can have, you know, your your door here has key access. You have to be right. buzzed in. Right. A lot of a lot of places can have key access and locking doors. We really can't do that with a church. Mm-hmm. To some extent, we can. 
our, our exterior doors and extra doors we can. But uh, to the for the most part, we can't have a buzzer on the front door of a church. There's people coming in seeking Christ. Right. They could be suicidal. They could have a drug dependency. They're there for help. Mm-hmm. And a buzzer is going to turn people away. So, yeah, churches are a lot tougher than a business because we, we can't have a church looking like a prison. They've got to look welcoming and appear welcoming. Well, you know, in so many ways, the uh, church there in Texas, I, th- I think they did so many things right. Mm-hmm. But uh, after you saw it, what would be your takeaway to advise the church of anything in the future? He should have never, ever, ever been allowed in that lobby or in that church congregation, yeah. in that sanctuary, uh, without being patted down with a disguise. That Their, their mistake was... Uh, their big fatal mistake. There didn't need to be a hero in that. Mm-hmm. They should have shut him down. And again, I can say this because I went out there and did interviews. I'm not looking at this on the internet or, or the news. It's it's what I've gone out there and investigated and put everything together. He, the red flags were there. You know, Larry, he, he should not have been let in to where he wanted to go to start the attack. Yeah. The security team was lined up on him, so they felt something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was no stranger to that church either, He right? was a... Uh, He's somewhat transient. Right. Uh, yeah, he moved But they had seen him yeah. before. He had, he had asked the pastor. Um, they had fed him, and they had they had helped him out, but he had asked for money. Mm. pastor said, I'm not going to give you money. And that's supposedly his – that's what tipped him off. Mm. He had a violent history. He was unstable anyway, yeah. uh, extremely violent history. You know, they got the red flags, uh, and he stands up and goes back to Tony, Antonio, the first person he shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He should have never had that free lax time in between standing up and getting to Tony. If they knew he was that much of a threat, as soon as he stands up, we got three guys on him. You are not going to draw that firearm, that mm-hmm. shotgun. So, yeah, they responded to it uh, appropriately within six seconds, but mm-hmm. it it should have not. It, it never should have gotten that far. Way too many anomalies, and and through researching active shooter cases. Most of these businesses, some of the most major attacks we've had, people have ignored the threats. Well, it's just that. We'll leave it alone. Well, you know what? He's moving over here now. Ah, we'll just leave it alone. He's going to the bathroom now. We'll leave it alone. There's a bulge under the jacket. It's probably a cell phone. They discount all that. And then when he pulls out that firearm, it's too late. Yeah. So we have to react. If our gut tells us something like that church in Texas, Mm -hmm. their gut was telling them full disguise, duster, which is a trench coat, a toboggan hat. No. Shut it down. He doesn't come into the church until he's patted down for firearms. Well, I would think a uh, worst-case scenario, okay, so you were wrong with what you thought. You're wrong, okay. right. And you're still going to let him in there. Hey, yeah. you can wear your beard and your fake wig and your jacket, but because of the times, we just had to check you for weapons. And then we're going to take and give you coffee and donuts. You're welcome in our church, mm-hmm. but we have to protect the 200 people that are in there. Yeah. Sorry if we upset you, but... There's there's lives at stake here. This is this is a reality. It's a known, recognized threat in yes, businesses indeed. and churches. So uh, T four tactics. Uh, what are you up to locally, or are you doing so much uh, around the country right a now? A lot of gun classes. A lot of people are getting the multi state because it's a good backup plan for right. the Virginia permit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for five years. Uh, and if if Virginia attacks our concealed permit, which I think they're 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 close to, you'll still have that. So a lot of people take the multi state Utah non resident in uh, Orlando next week. Greensboro and then Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, a lot Bus- of people. Busy person, busier now than you were when you I, were I on wish the it force. Was a, I wish it was a product or a service that I that wasn't necessary. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great one day if I went out of business. <laughs> you know, that's it's kind of weird to say, but it'd be it'd be a blessing if I didn't have any business because we were controlling these. But but we are winning. Mm-hmm. I think we're winning. We're getting a lot of people trained, and we're shutting these things down in six seconds. 
You know, and that's what we need to do is get people trained, and these active shooters will not be successful. Yeah, good advice. Uh, T4Tactics.com.